Larry Bird's not walking through that door. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. It's my team. It's my quarterback. Okay. It is... God! 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 To be the man! You gotta beat the man! The 2-1. Swan Lane drive left hand! Water on his end! This is the Powers on Sports Podcast. How we doing, folks? Appreciate you finding us on the Powers on Sports Podcast. We have crossed the Memorial Day uh, poll on the calendar, and we are into June. Hard to believe we are already into the summer months. School is out for most people around the country. Lots of stuff going on. Lots of sports going on. We're in the semifinal round of the NHL playoffs. Rangers, Lightning, Edmonton, Colorado underway. We are into the NBA Finals. Golden State, Boston. Boston gets through a seventh game against the Miami Heat late last week. So we are into the sports calendar. Kind of a dead period for the NFL. Not much going on for about another couple of months till the end of July when training camps start. But uh, Major League Baseball's in full swing. We got some tennis going on. We got the French Open. We'll be wrapping up this coming up weekend as well in Paris. We had a great Djokovic Nadal match in the quarterfinals. Unfortunately, it was in the quarterfinals. But that will be wrapping up. We'll have a Wimbledon coming up around the corner. We've got some uh, U.S. Open golf golf coming up here in a couple of weeks uh, over in I, think, I believe it's in Brookline, Massachusetts. Is where they're playing that. So a little bit more of the kind of off the beat sports than our traditional NFL college football. But those things will be coming up soon enough. But again, welcome to the Powers on Sports podcast. I'm Jason down in Tampa. Got a good show for you today. We're going to talk to TJ Reeves, Buccaneer Radio Network. Done a lot of work with the PGA Tour over the years. We're going to talk a little live golf tour. That's getting ready to kick off. Some couple big names have have kind of migrated away from the PGA Tour towards this Greg Norman-led uh, Saudi Arabian golf tour uh, that's going to be kicking off here in a couple in, in, a, in a week or so in London. We're also going to hit on the NBA. We're going to hit on a couple NFL topics as well, uh, and we're going to get some up an update on uh, TJ Reeves. What's going on with the world of TJ and his family as we head to the summertime? Have you seen Top Gun? Top Gun made its debut, Top Gun Maverick, I should say. Good movie. I went and saw it uh, last weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Really good job. I thought they did a really good job of integrating some of the stuff from the old movie to the new movie. They did a, give give Tom Cruise and that and that crew credit. That that movie's been sitting in the can for a couple of years now due to the COVID. Uh, due to COVID, but I think they did a really good job with the movie. And uh, if you if you saw have seen the movie great if not i would definitely recommend go seeing it. it's a real good feel good movie especially with all the stuff going on in the country now with all the shootings and all that stuff it's just a good good feel good movie that uh if you like the old top gun you'll definitely like the new top gun so um definitely go see that want to hit on, hit on a couple topics before we get to tj interesting thing for me if you saw 
you may not have caught this, but World Cup soccer will be taking place this fall in Qatar. Not all the spots in the World Cup have been determined yet. There's still a couple of spots to be determined, and one of those spots was being determined this week. In a cool story, the Ukraine is one of the teams that are still vying for one of the last couple of spots. Ukraine has to play a couple of matches in order to get to the World Cup. They have to win a couple of matches. And they won their first match on uh, Wednesday when they played Scotland. They went to Scotland and beat Scotland in kind of a uh, an elimination game. So very cool story. Ukraine played Scotland. All the strife that's going on in the Ukraine, all the you know the the war and all that terrible stuff that's going on over there for that soccer team to come together, train, do, be able to stay focused, win in Scotland three to one. They still now have to play again this weekend. They play against Wales. The winner of this Wales match will go will go to the World Cup. Wales is led by a guy you've probably heard of if you're a soccer fan. Gareth Bale is a is the one of the big players for Wales. So again, a very uh, feel good story could be developing this weekend in the soccer world with relative to the World Cup. You got you you got the Ukraine will play Wales in a winner take all go to the qualify for the World Cup match on Sunday this weekend. So if you're flipping around the dial and check it out, be a very cool, uh, very very good. A lot of drama in that in that story, obviously, for Wales as well to get to the World Cup with all the prestige that goes into making a World Cup. So check that out. will be a good story over the weekend. Uh, speaking of soccer, Champions League final was last weekend in Paris. You had Real Madrid beat Liverpool 1-0. Again, pretty, uh, pretty entertaining match. Liverpool came in uh, as kind of the favorite. Real Madrid, led by Benzema and company, is a... Again, another one of the huge clubs in the world. The Real Madrid wins the Champions League 1-0 over Liverpool in Paris last weekend as well. So for all you soccer fans out there, I'm one of those as well. Uh, it was a, it was a con good conclusion to the club soccer season worldwide. So last thing I want to hit on before we get to TJ, this, this Tommy Pham, Jock Peterson fantasy sports, fantasy-based football spat that you, if you maybe saw last week. Some background, apparently Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson were in, the, were in the same fantasy football league last year. There was some controversy about a roster move and all that stuff. Jock Peterson, uh, whether he did or he didn't do something he couldn't have done as far as his fantasy football team. There was an altercation in the outfield in Cincinnati last week. Uh, Fam slapped Jock Peterson in the outfield before one of the games between the Giants and the Reds. Um, I mean, are, are you kidding me, Tommy? Fam, really? We're, we're gonna we're gonna slap the guy. We're gonna you know assault him in the in the outfield. Good for Major League Baseball for suspending him for three games, costing him about 120 grand. Uh, he probably should have got more than three games, in my opinion. But you know, you just can't have that kind of stuff. If you got a if you got a beef with the guy over a fantasy football. Uh, something, you know, handle it, not at the baseball stadium, not in the outfield, you know, get out of the league, whatever you want to do, but slapping the hell out of the guy um, over a fantasy football transaction. Uh, did he stash a guy on injured reserve that wasn't hurt? Okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. Figure it out. Good for good for MLB for suspending Tommy Pham for three games and 120 grand. No, no, no place. 
we got enough problems going on. We got enough violence. We got enough issues related to, to violence going on, unnecessary violence, stuff like that. Good for good for uh, MLB suspending Tommy Pham uh, three games for that at least. So no violence is needed for your fantasy football disputes. Please, please, people, please have some class. Let's all have a little bit more respect for our fellow man. We again, we don't all like each other. I get it. Everything. The first reaction doesn't need to be something violent, whether it's a, a slap, whether it's a punch, whether it's a threatening somebody with a with a, with a pistol, whatever. More, less violence is better for everybody. We'll have a better peace of life. We'll have a better, everybody will be better off for it. So less, less, less. Be a little more civil to your fellow man. Not saying you can't have an argument. You can't, you know, say what's on your mind. But we don't, no need for any of this violence, man. All right. TJ Reeves, Buccaneer Radio Network coming up in just a minute. Remember, you can find us on Twitter at JPostSports. Love to, love to hear from you. You got any comments, suggestions about anything? Love to hear from you. We got some good. We'll have some good guests coming up here through the summer. Uh, hopefully, we're going to have a couple of more uh, Life of the Wife series interviews with a couple more wives coming up. I got a couple things uh, percolating, so we'll see how that goes. And again, remember subscribe, rate, and review on all the different podcast platforms that you may be finding us, and tell a friend. Powers on Sports Podcast. You can check out the YouTube channel as well. Jason Powers YouTube channel. It'll also have the video interviews of this, of all the podcast interviews that I'm doing as well. So TJ Reeves on deck. You'll enjoy it. Good chat we're going to have about the golf, about the NFL, about the NBA finals and such. So enjoy and TJ Reeves coming up right after this commercial message. We'll be back to the Powers on the Sports podcast in just a moment. Now a word from Titan Home Lending. Folks, interest rates are rising. They are on the rise due to some inflationary issues, world events and such. So if you are in the market for a home, looking to buy, looking to uh, invest in an investment property, second home purchase, beach home, vacation type home, now is the time to get your rate locked in. Reach out to me at Titan Home Lending. Anywhere in the state of Florida, I can help you. So if you're looking for a place in Key West, in Tampa, Orlando, Jacksonville, Pensacola, anywhere in between, reach out to me at Titan Home Lending, 205-790-1404. Let's get you pre-approved for your home purchase. Also, if you'd like to refinance your home, if your interest rate is in the fives or sixes or high fours, now might be a great time to look at your options of whether to refinance would be beneficial to you financially. So again, reach out to me at Titan Home Lending, Jason Powers, 205-790-1404. Feel free to call or text me anytime. I'd love the opportunity to help you anywhere in the state of Florida. Now back to the Powers on Sports podcast. Hey guys and girls with the NHL playoffs reaching the semifinal round and the NBA finals just getting underway and MLB in full swing. You need a sportsbook with integrity and longevity like BetUS. BetUS has been pioneers in the sportsbook industry for almost three decades, thriving and paying their loyal customer base. BetUS.com. 
They have loads of bonuses. Join now or call 1-800-69-BETUS. That is 1-800-MY-BETUS. You will receive 125% sign-up bonus by using the bonus code POWERS22. POWERS22. They have re-up and referral bonuses as well. BetUS is known as America's favorite sports book for a lot of reasons. BetUS has all your favorite NBA, NHL, and MLB team and player props and loads of futures NFL and college football plays. You can bet UFC, props, PGA Tour, golf, tennis matches, and live betting on most sports. The online casino has hundreds of, hundreds of games and race books, as well as at all your favorite horse tracks. They have every bet imaginable. And the Sharp Bet US mobile app platform is easy with full betting options. Follow my lead and get your phone online and social sports betting partner with integrity and longevity like I did. Bet US. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid. Remember to use the promo code POWERS22 and get paid. That's Bet US. And now back to the podcast. All right, welcome back to the Powers on Sports Podcast. We're going to do a little rapid fire this week with my local brother from another mother, Mr. TJ Reeves, Buccaneer <laughs> Radio Network, Three Dog Thursday Podcast, which will be coming up here in a couple months again with the college football season, NFL season right around the corner. Welcome back, Mr. Reeves. Always good to be with you and uh, and hang here. I'm a man with too many shows, probably, but that's better as I keep saying to you than not having enough shows or not enough time or not uh, not busy enough. And I just got to say, keep doing the great job you're doing. But I, I am posting after the very disappointing game one loss by the Tampa Bay Lightning against the New York Rangers because my man Powers put the bat signal up and said, I would love to have you as a guest, and I promised you I would come on. <laughs> I thought I'd be talking about a victory in game one yeah. with the Lightning having all that time off, but you got you to credit New York. I don't know if that's where you wanted to begin, but I'm just putting that out there for the audience that on the timeline – when I agreed to do this, yeah. I, I didn't realize I would be talking about a defeat for Vasilevsky and the Lightning, but we persevere on. It's a long series. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I wasn't shocked that they lost. I was shocked they gave up a goal in the first minute of the game. And, you know, they had some great chances in the first period and a half. That The last period and a half of the game they didn't play real well. But give the Rangers credit. It's one of these teams you're playing every other night. You're in that rhythm. They, they had a great game seven win in Carolina, which Carolina hadn't lost a home game the entire playoffs. Tough place to play. Give the Rangers credit. They played really well. Yeah, there's no doubt. And and uh, and Vasilevsky looked human at times, uh, including at the beginning of the third period when he gave up the quick goal again, where yeah. he had a clean look at it. What do we know? We never played goalie, much less in the NHL. But he had a clean look at it, and he didn't stop it. And then you're thinking at that point, man, 5-2. They're in, they're in trouble. It ends up being 6-2. Yep. But the one thing we know is yes. it's an amazing, amazing run that he in specific, but the team overall is on. They have not lost, I think, since Abraham Lincoln was the president in the Stanley Cup playoffs after a defeat. It's 17 in a row, right? I think it's Se 19. Is it up like to 19? I think it's Whatever it is, it's incredible that yep. they don't lose back-to-back -back games. Right. And so if you're able on Friday night as we're releasing this podcast to find a way to win in New York and come back home 1-1, that's all you want. Yep. And right now the record shows they've been very, very, very good, unbeatable in the last three Stanley cup playoffs after a loss. So that's what you're holding on to. Um, 
the one the one thing that concerns you right now is that New York has so much firepower. You got to be attention to detail on yep. on defense at all times because they have so much firepower. Uh, and you're not in their head at the moment on being able to stop them after they got six goals. What do we know? And remember, the Rangers beat the Lightning three times in the regular season, too, all three times. So That's the right. Lightning have not beaten the Rangers this year yet in a game. In a, in a game. So and can, the- I just, can I just say this? I know what we're going to see. We're going to see a bunch of New York Ranger fans make their way down. Yes. A lot of them live here already. A lot of them, it's the same as the Rays. A lot of them wear their their lightning or ray stuff for every game except the new york team and then they put the new york yankees or new york rangers stuff on right. or new york islander stuff on the Islanders don't have as many fans so we're we're ready for all of that uh to unfold but i just i got to keep putting this out there for members of the new york media that i'm talking to fans of the rangers i'm talking to uh we could go over what the rangers haven't done especially since 1994 and it would take yeah. about 20 seconds <laughs> it would take you about 10 minutes to go over what the lightning have done in the postseason in june in the stanley cup playoffs and in the stanley cup finals so settle down on a game one win you didn't ask me that i'm just blanketing that on the powers on sports podcast settle down on the rangers this and the rangers that i am going to ask you a question as a fan do you think it's fair and you think it's right for franchises and we've seen this in multiple sports to limit the ability from from the outside fan to buy tickets to a, to an like last last series Carolina banned ticket sales outside of a certain yep. fifty mile radius or hundred mile radius of Charlotte. Do you think it's fair for franchises to do that kind of stuff? They can do whatever not? they want. They can do whatever they want. Now the argument is if you have a true fan base and and the Lightning have a massive season ticket base, yes, that backs you, then they shouldn't be giving their tickets, selling their tickets off to uh, opposing teams fans whether it is Toronto which it, which it was in the first series or the Rangers that have a massive following and again there are a lot of transplants that live here a lot of retirees a lot of snowbirds as we call them that live in the Tampa Bay area that are here for six months and then go back to where they live in Philadelphia or Toronto right. or wherever for the summer months there's a lot of that but it's incumbent on the teams it's the same thing with the Buccaneers on don't sell your you know, tickets to, to other fans, but it's not exclusive to this market, to what you're saying. We've seen it in numerous other places uh, where they where they ban the opposing fans, whether you're in California and they're banning the Raider fans from coming to a, a Chargers it. game. I don't love it. You don't love the ban. You don't love the ban. You're asking the fan to pay a premium, especially for these playoff tickets. Right. And you're telling me I can't turn around and sell it to T.J. Reeves who might be down the street, a neighbor of mine who happens to be a Flyer fan or right. a Raider fan and make a profit on it. I don't think that's I don't think that's fair when you're asking the fan to pay such a premium for these tickets. Well, and here's the other component to that, and we don't want to go too far into the weeds on it, but if the team has leftover tickets and they're selling it to a broker, by the way, who's right. going to turn around and sell it to Ranger fans or sell it to Pittsburgh Steeler fans right. or sell it, I mean, pick one. You know, the only, the only two sports that really don't have this, even in the postseason, are Major League Baseball and the NBA. Right. For example, game one, in in uh, golden state is coming up the boston celtics aren't going to have 1500 2000 5000 people there right now interesting in that same arena when duke came to play there in college basketball they brought alumni and people from north carolina they brought about 10,000 there but again that's alleged neutral site college basketball right. but my right. point is for the celtics it's not like they're going to be there might be a couple of hundred 
There right. might be 500, but there's not going to be 5,000 or 10,000 Celtic fans that go all the way out to Golden State. It's not the same in the NBA and baseball. You agree with that? I do agree with that. Totally. Totally agree with that. All right, let's get to the let's get to the world of golf, which I know you are a you are very well versed <laughs> in with your uh, PGA Tour experiences over the years. Dustin Johnson, oh. Graham McDowell, a guy from my alma mater, UAB, Sergio, some of these other older names have made the decision they're going to play in the Saudi Arabian tour. Your thoughts, you know, especially with a guy like DJ, he's probably the biggest name that we all know and recognize. These other guys have been, have been kind of fading in their career where DJ is still a prime player. Just tell me your thoughts on that. that some of those names. That's the key name. That is the key name right now because others will follow. I believe you will see others follow in some of the other events. And again, not everybody may be a golf person. So here's the, here's the gist of it. They have created a massive, lucrative, separate tour from the PGA Tour. It is called the Live Golf, not live, not L-I-V, Live Golf International uh, Series here of tournaments. They're going to begin in London next weekend, but then come to the United States and play four tournaments in the United States through the summer yep. and the late summer and eventually end up at Trump's uh, Doral, Trump National Doral in Miami, where much like Jason Powers rolls, the winning two man team will split $16 million, 8 million a piece, which is the highest purse payout. payout. Yep. Now, granted the PGA tours uh, championship, the, the tour championship pays out that 10 is, yeah. million to an individual. This is a $16 million payout for first 8 million to the two man team that finishes second and 4 million to the two man team that finishes third. It is silly money. The report is Dustin Johnson was given the guaranteed $100 million plus to take the plunge. So the Saudi Arabian money is causing controversy. The PGA Tour is going to create backlash and suspend these guys and say, okay, you want to go do that? You're not playing on our tour anymore. You're not playing in our events. So it, it, real, it's, quick, the, real quick, these are not the majors. These are right. just the weekly events. Right, the and, the, and that's the point I was Whatever. coming to, so thank you for making it. The PGA Tour has no say-so in the Masters. Golf people know this, but the average sports fan might not know this. The PGA Tour does not control the U.S. Open. It does not control the PGA Championship. It does not control the Open Championship. Now, they have some influence with right. the Royal and Ancient, the RNA, on the British Open, the Open Championship. But it's going to be up to the RNA to decide, are we letting these guys come play in our event or not? Uh, and so again, it's a competing tour. Greg Norman is behind it. The shark you and I have talked about yep. his, uh, documentary that you've watched. Greg Norman has wanted an alternative tour to the PGA tour for 30 years. Mr. Powers right. going right. back to the nineties, right. he's wanted to do this. So it finally exists. Now it's an eight event tour. I, I'm, I'm with all these guys that just have the attitude and the mindset. I want to make whatever I can make. They're independent contractors, and let's stay tuned. The PGA Tour is going to try to lower the boom on them and stop this from growing. But the next step, I, I mean, common sense and knowing the sport is who's the next big name, whether it's Phil Mickelson right. that agrees to play in the first event or some of the events. Is there another big name or two? Because once that toothpaste is out of the tube, this thing will exist for however long it exists with guys jumping and going and taking the money. And let's see what happens. So the alternative golf tour is about to be here uh, and they're going to play several events in the United States. 
My understanding right now is they don't even have a television contract to show this in the U.S. It may just be on the internet wow. only. Wow. And again, if you're the Golf Channel, if you're ESPN, if you're CBS, you're, you're not going to come. Are you you are not coming it? near this thing for fear that the PGA Tour cuts you off now and forever. Right. For trying to help it out. Yep. Stay tuned. This Stay could be tuned. one. This could be where you see one of these alternative channels, like uh, right. I'm just trying to pick of us a, a sport like uh, one of these Amazon big, Prime maybe a a Amazon Prime maybe sticks right. in right. and does this or somebody else on the stream Apple Plus right somebody right. sticks in and says we'll be the we'll be your home because live we know live sports has audience yep and we'll we'll find out if the money the lure of the money not the prestige really resonates with the golf fan and the viewer the right. sports fan, the sports viewer, does it matter that this guy's going for $8 million on this putt? I don't know how much that matters, but we're about to find out with the the Live Invitational, Live Golf here. All right, on, on, the other side of, on the other side of the golf world, Las Vegas, Nevada, were you, <laughs> were you riveted to Aaron Rodgers' 10-footer at the gun to win it for Brady and Rodgers last night about probably start of the third period in Lightning Rangers? Well, I, I, I watched a little of it, and again, Brady and Rodgers were a two-man team, and what a surprise, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, who've been on the wrong end with Tom Brady in particular, were on the other team. Yep. Great thing for charity. I did not see a lot of it yep. uh, because of the hockey game that was going on, but we, we clearly know um, these guys, uh, in, in particular, uh, Brady and Rodgers don't fool around. I, I love what jo Josh Allen at one point was uh, saying to Mahomes, oh, well, that you could see Brady. He hadn't been at the OTAs. He's been playing golf. You can tell by his game, <laughs> the spin on the ball, the judgment, whatever. He's not been at OTAs practicing with the Buccaneers. So it was fun. It's a fun event. They've continued yeah. it on. Remember, Phil and Tiger were part of this a couple of years ago. Phil was part of it with Bryson DeChambeau last right. year. Phil right now laying low for Toxic. comments he made about Toxic. the live golf tour. So he's he's like in witness protection. So he he wasn't there to be part yeah. of it. Yeah. But it was a fun event. They raised a lot of money for charity. And again, those are stars. Those are icons. And the Buccaneers will see two of those teams in the regular season, the Packers and the Chiefs at home. So it was good. He got on the team with Aaron Rodgers this time. Because if you remember a year ago in Montana, he and Phil were joking around, Brady and Phil until yep. they started losing. And then Brady yes. got that serious competitive look on his face like, oh, I don't want to lose to this guy. Right. Well, the best way to not lose to him is get him on your team. And Aaron <laughs> Rodgers made the key putt, and they ended up winning the match out in Las Vegas with the high rollers. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right, a couple NFL topics. Are you, is, are you as surprised as I am that we've still not had a Deshaun Watson suspension yet? We've had another allegation come out. Right. You know, all the you know the NFL spoken to has spoken to Watson a couple of weeks ago in person. You know they've done all the due diligence. There's not going to be a criminal case apparently. Can you are you shocked that we're still we're in June and we're still there's still not any clarity on this? I, they move on their own timeline, but I think everybody can see and understand he's getting some kind of suspension. Now, how long is it? The reports are that it may be a year long suspension that could be reduced. There, it could be an eight-game, half of the season, now a 17-game schedule, and that maybe gets reduced. But he's – I mean, there are too many allegations. And remember, they previously suspended Ezekiel Elliott of the Cowboys for four games on allegations, not criminal charges, but allegations. They suspended Ben Roethlisberger without a criminal conviction, without the charges sticking. They dropped the charges. He still got a suspension. So it is uh, a given – 
at this point, he's going to get suspended for some amount of time, especially when you're hearing these women now go public and talk. Um, and I'm not so sure that they criminally don't come back and reopen this because there's not a there there's not a uh, guarantee Correct. that there won't be pressure to go back and revisit this and maybe go before another grand jury again or do it another way in, in the Houston, Texas uh, area. So, no, we've not seen the last of this. Yes, he is going to get suspended. And I, I will be surprised if we get to like training camp time and, and they say to the Browns, hey, we're still working on it. Go ahead and let him practice with the first team and with everybody. But by the way, this is the craziness of the NFL's disciplinary policies. He will be allowed to practice and he will be allowed to play in preseason games, even while a suspension for the regular season is looming. I have always said, how nuts is that? Right. If you are suspended come July and August uh, for the regular season, why are you allowed to be around and practicing games? Suspended means suspended, but that's just another hypothetical to put out there that they would have him around in Cleveland with all of these allegations. It would be one thing if it was one or two women, it's 23 women right. that are coming forward saying the same general things here. It's and two crazy. Or three of them were on what real sports last week with Brian yes. Gumble, and we're pretty, from all indications, we're very believable, we're very sincere in what they were saying. And so you just, you know. Well, and keep one thing in mind. We don't have to keep going down the rabbit hole on this because I know you want to talk about a couple of other NFL things real quick before we have to roll is a lot of these women are scared, they're ashamed, they're embarrassed for themselves, their families, they don't want to say anything. Right. So now they've taken the courage to come forward and say, yes, me too, this happened to me too, this is what he did to me. Right. Uh, there needs to be some, uh, there, there needs to be some accountability that there's that many of them. And now right. the 23rd one that just came forward this weekend, she said she was never going to talk about this publicly, but she watched the bravery of the other women on HBO. Right. And she was in tears saying, this is the same thing that happened to me. I'm going to tell my story now. And for them, for a lot of them, they want him prosecuted. They want him in jail. Forget about NFL jail and not playing for the Browns. They want him in jail. Stay tuned on that brother. All right. Two uh, sad passings one one close to our our neighborhood here in tampa calvin mcgee and marion barber marion barber just passed away on uh, wednesday was reported and then calvin mcgee a guy you and i know a little bit longtime buccaneer yes. college football coach for many years was very attached to rich rodriguez coach with him for many years was coaching at jacksonville state passed away after a heart attack just your thoughts, especially on Calvin, a guy you probably know a little bit. I do know him a little bit. And he was with the 80s Buccaneers that were so bad for so long playing, you know, uh, on offense with guys like Steve DeBerg and James right. Wilder and uh, Steve Young and Jimmy on and Giles, on. Guys, Jimmy yeah. Giles, all the Mark Carrier, all the different guys that were playing in the 80s. And he was an original USF Bulls coach as well. Right. was around the Bulls in the late 90s. Got to know him a little bit there with Jim Levitt and his original staff. And that's that's always a special uh, place a special fraternity for those coaches that were there at the very beginning yeah um just sad stuff uh for him and a member of the buccaneer family you hurt for his family as well great guy on that and the marion barber thing 38 years of age we don't know the details at the time you're releasing the podcast here right. we don't know what happened um uh, he found dead in his apartment maybe had been dead for some time they're not sure Right. Um, uh, still living in the Dallas area, very prominent running back with the Cowboys in the, in the two thousands, only yeah. 38 years of age, awful, awful yeah. on, uh, on any of these things. And it just makes us uh, more conscious of 
care after football for the guys that are players right. care for those that have played in the game, long-term care, mental, mental health. Right. And that part of it, it's still at the forefront, Jason. All right. Sneaky, sneaky signing for the Buccaneers. The kind of the Indomitian Sue Aaron Tampa's over Akeem Hicks, a guy that I had mentioned back three, four months ago that if Sue decided not to resign, he'd right. be a guy could potentially fill that role. Older guy, but a very stout, very good uh, defensive tackle, perfect pairing for for uh, Vita Vant if his head's into it, if he's engaged and all that. Your quick thoughts on Akeem Hicks? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's definitely a bona fide replacement. I, you never say never on Sue coming back, uh, but it's going to be at a discounted price. They got no money. Right. And, and of course, you drafted Logan Hall, a defensive tackle out right. of Houston as well. So that seems to be the replacements for him. You can't have enough depth right now, especially on the defensive line. That's a need uh, for this team. And that's a big dude to put next to Vita Vea. Good luck trying to run through the middle of the Buccaneer defense if those guys are healthy. So we're anxious to see what Todd Bowles' defense will look, look like uh, 2022 version. But you definitely have reinforcements up yeah. front on the defensive line to be excited about if you're a Buccaneer fan. All right, NBA Finals, let's get a quick thought on that. Does Curry have to win an MVP to, to solidify his legacy? Everybody's talking about he's never won an MVP and all that stuff. Obviously, the Warriors need to win the championship for him to be an MVP candidate, but your thoughts on Curry? And, and I, I don't know that he has right? to have – I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think Absolutely. he's one of the I, – I, I, I keep saying this, and they're playing the Celtics. So I used to be the biggest Celtic fan that you could find because I had no NBA team when I grew up in Tennessee and I gravitated to Larry Bird and the Chief and, and McHale and Dennis Johnson and Ainge and the Celtics back in the 80s. I never thought, this is why you don't say never, I never thought in my lifetime that I would see this or say this. I never thought I'd see a better shooter than Larry Bird. Yeah. Here it comes. Stephen Curry's a better shooter than Larry Bird. He's more electric, greater range, quick trigger. Uh, he is, he, I mean, there are others that have been shooters, but maybe not to bird standards. I think uh, Curry's right there. If not beyond it, he's won championships. They're the favorites to win this one. Uh, good luck to the Celtics with yep. the first two games out there. We'll see if the series goes deep, but no, to answer your question, I think his legacy is cemented Steph Curry here. And let's just see if the Warriors rock and roll and get another title with Clay Thompson back fully healthy. Uh, on that team and the other components, Jordan Poole that they have and the others that they have around there, they've retooled yeah. it. Draymond Green, again, that's all the way out of the left coast. I will tell, I will tell you this, that uh, in terms of West Coast, the love-hate thing with Golden State is very real. In, in places like Portland and Denver and Phoenix and L.A., they hate those guys. So there will be a tune-in factor for the, uh, the hate factor on Golden State. And it's kind of the same way – in it Boston. works out for the NBA, New York, Philadelphia, Washington. They hate Boston yes. the same way. So you got a lot of hate factor in these finals, Jason. They should get a good rating, and that should be a pretty good rating. Got... Is your pick that Boston has a chance in this, or you think, think it's Golden State? Like I, think, five I think or six? Golden State in six games. I think too and the many... NBA is still doing the two three two, right? Or did they no. go back to the two two one one one? Two two. I think it's two two one one one. I, th I think uh, if they get out to the two nothing lead, it could be a sweep. Or I, I mean, I know I'm not going to maybe Celtics a five gamer. Yeah. So maybe I just think Golden State. Golden State's got too many guys that can score. I think I, they got four guys that can score thirty. And go really. figure the Celtics. They win Game Five in Miami, and I know they're right. beat up too. But then they lose Game Six at home to Miami, and then they go win Game Seven in Miami. So they're dangerous to win a game in San Francisco, but we'll see. All right, last thing, I'll get you out of here. The summer of TJ has begun. 
the missus is out of school. The twins yes. are probably sleeping right now. Yes, that is true. Confirmed, this. confirmed as we record this. Yes. <laughs> give 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 the audience a quick quick glimpse. We got to recharge the batteries a little bit. They're going to do Disney, which they have done, and then we may have a little family vacay. We went to Vegas a year ago, and we were out there for the Stanley Cup Finals. Remember, in late June, that we're running late because of the yep. schedule, and they were supposed to play the Vegas Golden Knights, and we flew three thousand miles to Vegas, maybe to be at Game One for the Lightning in Vegas, and Vegas gets beat by yep. Montreal, and yep. Game One is Montreal at Tampa Bay, three thousand miles back to the East while we're in <laughs> Vegas on the Vegas trip, but we did the Hoover Dam, all that. The summer of Reeves, I don't know what all we're going to do. We're going to probably end up at a beach somewhere. And we've, we've taken some summer vacays to, to Disneyland previously and up to the Washington, D.C. area. I don't have a concrete plan right now in early June on summer of, of Reeves family, but we will get back to you. We yeah, did see the Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick movie yes. is outstanding. We recommend that to the audience. And maybe yes. there'll be some other good movies to go and watch. But, yeah, we're enjoying some time off before school in the football season, which will be here soon enough, Brother Powers. And you officially have high schoolers now, right? Coming soon. They, I don't want to accept that. They've graduated from the eighth grade, so technically they are high schoolers. That's right. You have some. And then we got to start kiddos. talking about driving lessons. Yes. Don't get me started on that. And you better look at your. You better look at your bank account too. Car those, insurance. Those, those car insurance quotes times two. You, yes. Jeez. All right, brother, Mister TJ, tell me where they can find you. I always love getting to come on with you. Uh, easiest way to connect on social media is at Buck Sideline Guy. Got some boxing going at Big Fight Weekend. A lot of boxing, a lot of fights, bigfightweekend.com and podcasts. And by the way, if you love what Jason and I are doing, kicking it around on the podcast here, Sports Media Watch uh, podcast and sportsmediawatch.com for all your sports media stuff. There's a bunch of great stuff going on there. So check out Sports Media Watch as well. Like I said, I got a lot of hats this time of year. It'll be Buccaneer season and college season before we know it, though, my friend. And we, and by the way, this summer, we're going to make this happen. Me and you need to go play nine holes. Somewhere. We got to go to the golf course. Let's get it together. Get your boy Felios. We'll get Mike yes. Neighbors. We'll get the. We'll get Peter Blake. I don't know if Peter yes. Blake golfs. We got to get the crews, plural, together and go hit a golf ball. Absolutely. We and do. then tell stories on the podcast. Let's do it. We do. All right. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. People. Hang in there, people. Have a good week. NBA Finals, NHL, semifinals underway. Hang in there. Great week. Check out TJ, all the good stuff. And tell a friend about the podcast. We need some more listeners. Have a great week, folks. We'll see you next time. Powers on Sports Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Powers on Sports Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever podcast platform you are hearing us tonight. Remember, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Sports. So we'd love to hear your feedback, comments, suggestions for future episodes. And again, thanks for all the support. Remember to share the podcast with your friends and colleagues. And we'd love to see you back next time for the next episode of the Powers on Sports podcast. Have a great week.